Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Everybody's talking about your health. What about your finances? It's Armstrong and Getty Extra Large. Because four hours simply isn't enough. This is Armstrong and Getty Extra Large. Man, if my voice sounded like that, I'd never stop talking. (laughs) Pat McLean is the co-founder and senior partner at Allworth Financial. We've actually known Pat for years and years and years. So, Pat, uh, after people worry about getting the disease or not getting the disease, I think most of our thoughts turn then immediately to our personal finances, uh, savings, etc. What's the heck through this whole thing, at least through now? I spend more time thinking about the financial ramifications of this than I do the health. Right, right. So what are you hearing most from your clients right now? Uh, kind of a state of disbelief, a little bit of shock. Um, people are focused, you know, this is different than the last recession, which was all money. This is health and money and lifestyle and social interaction all wrapped up in one. Um, but most of the clients are actually sticking with their portfolios. Uh, the vast majority, uh, if they had a well-defined, a well-balanced portfolio going into this, that they're, they're fine and they'll get through it. Um, But it's a shock to everyone, obviously. Um, It is obviously. And we're just telling people, know what what you own. You better know what you own. Uh, You should have known before, but you better know now. Why why Uh, do you need to know? Assuming you made the right decisions before, can you just ride it out and wait for it to come back? Or do you think sectors are going to change that much that you need to, uh, to move it around a little? Well, uh, so uh, at least, you know, a good investment advisor knows what they own, but the people that do it themselves normally don't know what they own. So there are some sectors that will take a little bit longer to get out of this. I would think uh, if you look at the energy and oil sector, it's going to take some time to get out of this. Um, uh, 
you know, cruise lines, those sort of things, entertainment is going to take some time to get out of this. Uh, high yield debt, uh, things that were low rated bonds uh, will struggle uh, to get out of this. But the blue chips uh, will do fine. And if people are taking income from their portfolio, as long as they had three to five years set aside in safe assets, uh, government bonds, corporate bonds, they'll be fine as well. Now, I have $2 million worth of Radio Shack bonds. How do you feel about uh, my future? (laughs) There you go. Well, listen, stick to the radio and leave the Radio Shack alone, Joe. Good advice. Um, Good advice. There you go. There do you, you do you spend much it's a strange world? Yeah, oh yeah, you mentioned the word world. That's what I was going to bring up. How much time do you spend looking at because I was just reading this story that broke in the New York Times on the day we're taping this about how long this could impact the world financial situation. How much time do you spend looking at that? So, uh we think a lot about that um and we think a lot about the recovery, right? So you're prepping for the recovery. What's different about this versus the last recession is how the Federal Reserve and the Treasury are actually and actually legislation is managing through this. So uh, forbearance on a mortgage for 180 to 360 days, they're thinking about people being displaced from their home because they can't make mortgage payments. So I don't think we're going to see um, the sort of foreclosure uh, scenario that we saw last time. Uh, I think that they're going to bounce back. Small businesses, oh, it breaks your heart. They're going to struggle like no one's business. It is, it's awful. My guess is uh, 25 to 30% of small businesses won't come back. Wow. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What does that mean for unemployment? I mean, I realize that's not your specific bailiwick, but that's scary. Well, so look at the unemployment. So here's another thing, right, unintended consequences. So you've got your state unemployment and then $600 a week in federal unemployment. So someone could be effectively making $50,000 a year on unemployment. So the job comes back, you're a waiter or a busboy in a restaurant, um, or your job is marginally, pays marginally um, more than the unemployment benefits, a lot of people aren't going to be racing back into the job market just because the the benefits are you know almost as good staying out of the job market. So you look at that in the in the recovery sense and then you look at these guys that have just you know these restaurants, small restaurants. I, I know a number of restaurateurs that they're just shaking their heads saying I don't know if I'm going to if I'm going to come back. Yeah, one of my favorite Chinese places have been eating that for 20 years. I is out of business already. They're done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's rough. So uh, I see in some of the stuff you sent our way, uh, we've talked a little bit about reviewing your accounts, and you say evaluate your cash needs. What do you mean by that? So uh, if you're taking distributions just to make you – know, a lot of people are living on uh, their accounts. You need to make sure that you have three to five years uh, in cash so that you can actually wait for the equities or the stock portion of the portfolio to recover. So – the other thing you look at is that people, a lot of people invest for yield or dividends on their stocks. We expect that you'll see dividends come down significantly as corporations try to preserve their own cash holdings, right? So the, the, the investment landscape is changing going forward. Fortunately, uh, the, they've, they've stepped in and they've actually started buying, if you can believe this, uh, the Federal Reserve Treasury has started buying corporate bonds in the secondary market in order to keep liquidity in the system. 
Uh, we've never seen that before. So it's QE17, quantitative easing, you know, five, six, seven. So they stepped in. They even stepped in and started buying bond uh, exchange-traded funds in order to keep liquidity in the market. We've never seen this before. But the the government is much more aggressive um, this time than the last time in terms of holding down, uh, keeping liquidity in the marketplaces. Right? And when liquidity means that there's a buyer for a bond if someone wants to sell it. Do you worry about inflation if we keep adding trillion-dollar packages uh, to all this? Oh, inflation. No one's worried about inflation right now. We should worry about inflation, but no one's worried about inflation. And by the way, when this is done, if, if we see less than $5 trillion uh, in, in aid, I, I'll be surprised. Wow. I'll be surprised if it's less than $5 trillion. My guess is it's 6 to $7 trillion. They're throwing everything at this. How, how, long, how long did it take after a 9-11 to get back to even? Uh, on the Dow. Uh, it, it was it was it was actually uh the exact numbers i i don't recall More but roughly. it was relatively quick it was relatively quick it was uh i think it was somewhere around uh, less than 18 months yeah i was thinking a year and a half but so, so you have any yeah. guess how long this one will be oh so there's a big so they talk about v recovery or l recovery uh it it depends on how much the government throws at this uh in order to keep people from losing homes and businesses um, that is what is going to determine the recovery in this and how we interact together. I, I know my business will never be the same, right? My business will never be the same in terms of how we interact as coworkers and associates and how we interact with our clients. So I have 210 employees and uh, no one comes to an office. All, virtually no one comes to an office, but our interaction with our clients is primarily by Zoom meetings and phone. And we're adapting to it, and the clients are adapting to it. And you think so, it'll just be this way no matter what, even when the pandemic's over? Yes. Uh, education, I, I, you know, I know you both have kids. Uh, you're college students. Mm-hmm. Uh, my kids, every, every night, every day, they go into a room and they take college classes. Um, it, will, it will change the way we deliver huh. uh, good products and services. So much like Amazon changed the retail environment, uh, this will change uh, the education and the delivery of financial services and, uh, and uh, non-products to uh, the consumer. Well, right. it will and change as, it forever. And as we've been talking about, if there's enough of that going on, well, then I, there's no reason I need to live within 15 miles of downtown if I don't have to drive downtown anymore. So real estate could change a lot as you can live in different areas now. Your commute doesn't isn't a factor as much. This will be good for uh, some bedroom communities, most certainly. Yeah, well, um, there will be a thousand changes, mm-hmm. some good, some bad, I think. Hey, uh, Pat, uh, I wanted to ask you about if people get furloughed or laid off or their job disappears and and they're, they're tempted, say, to dip into their 401k, uh, what are alternatives or in general, what would you suggest that folks going through that think about? So they changed the rules around 401ks last week where you can withdraw $100,000 out of your 401k without penalty. You still have to pay taxes on it, but you can pay the taxes over a three-year period or you can pay it back into your 401k uh, over three years, which is a complete change uh, in, in the rules. They've, they've changed many things. They suspended required minimum distributions. Um, so we would caution people to, uh, if you're going to use retirement savings, do it with a plan in mind, right? Sometimes you just have to because you have other needs. 
Uh, but if you're going to do it, do it with a plan in mind. Am I going to pay it back? If I'm not going to pay it back, how am I going to pay taxes? Well, your plan might be I don't want to get booted out of my apartment this month. That's right. That's right. So That's then right. you don't really have a choice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm glad to hear that there's been that uh, adaptive an approach by the federal government. Normally, it takes years or generations of howling to get some of these rules uh, changed. But do you personally have like well, a gold bar buried in your backyard or anything like that? <laughs> He's not going to tell no. you. I just wondered. I mean, like if you no. have a real sh- this is a podcast, real shit hit the fan sort of like super backup at a zombie apocalypse sort of thing where there's like yeah. gold bars in the garage in a coffee can or anything like that? Well, if you're going to get gold bars, they're not going to help you. You need guns and ammunition. Uh, You need a a stockpile of food and water because your gold is useless uh, if if you don't have those other things. Someone's going to come and take it from you. But you know what? You know my son keeps saying that, plant food because that's what kills zombies. He keeps telling me that over and over again. <laughs> really? Yeah, I didn't know that. I guess that kills zombies. Uh, well, so. Listen, I've got a whole stock of a miracle grow here. So <laughs> you should be uh, safe. I'm ready to go. So hey, listen. But you know what? Go ahead. Before we go, let's let's talk about what this is going to change in state governments in terms of pensions. Yes, please. Um, because there, these, well, you know, many states. Uh, many municipalities, are their pensions were underfunded to begin with. Uh, I am hoping at the backside of this that it really forces state government and municipalities to actually do some pension reform because they were underfunded going into this, um, and they assume rates of return that many of these pension funds actually expect. You know, by the way, if you ask them how um, – they determine their internal rate of return that their their goal is not what they return, but what the goal is. They just make it up. Sure. They vote on it. Yeah. Uh, um, so we're hoping on the backside of this, we actually see some pension reform because with yields this low and the stock market where it's at today, there's no way that these pensions are going to make it through three, five, ten years from now. There's not a chance in the world. Yeah, and not to get too political about this, Pat, but we both know that a lot of those fanciful, just utterly fictional uh, plans and formulas for the pensions, they're designed to do one thing, to get union members to vote a certain way. And the union members were lied to every bit as much as the uh, the general populace, the taxpayers were, in that this stuff is unsustainable. But maybe that's a discussion for another day. And hey, listen, Pat, as this thing evolves, and Lord knows how long it's going to last, I hope we can keep in touch. Yeah, and uh, listen, I'm going to plug, since this is a uh, podcast, sure. I will plug our uh, podcast. If you go to allworthfinancial.com, we do um, a weekly radio show that's on the podcast. And we do, right now, we've been doing uh, COVID uh, market updates of what you should be thinking about in your own portfolio. Hey, one question just popped into my head. What's the stupidest thing somebody could do right now? Like, you think like, the people that are reacting out of emotion, fear, stuff like that. What's a really stupid thing they should not do? Uh, so uh, probably go 100% to cash uh, in their portfolio. Um, g- going 100% to cash is a dangerous, dangerous thing because this too shall pass and it will recover. I remember in the last recession, I had clients saying, I want to go to cash. Right. And I was buying on the same day in my portfolios, um, in my own personal portfolios. Um so the worst thing you could do is go to cash. Good one. If, if you're worried about it, you can move down risk. Um, if you're excited about the opportunities, you can move up risk, but you shouldn't make a wholesale move to cash because 
a well-balanced portfolio normally has some bonds or some fixed incomes in it. Good deal. Pat McLean, uh, always interesting, Pat, and always a pleasure. Thanks. Let's talk again soon. All right. Take care, guys. You got it. Extra large. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.